Welcome to the Small Bar Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who wrongly thinks that Russell Westbrook is overrated. It, that, is not a, that is not a wrong statement That's very at all. Wrong. <laughs> not a wrong statement. It's been proven every single year when mm. his teams do not do very well in playoffs. I, I, I disagree. Not every year. This past year, maybe a little bit, but not, not every year. Yeah, pretty much every year. Um, except if he has KD, then 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 it's different because KD's amazing. But a topic for another know. day. A topic yeah, for another day. For another day. But today, um, uh, we're gonna go over obviously so many different things. A lot of exciting stuff happened in sports. Um, we just got a Woj bomb last night. The Anthony Davis trade. So we'll definitely talk Wait, about we did? that. Yeah, a big bomb. Oh. From Woj, it was huge. Interesting. I think so, we'll talk about it. Yeah. I think we will. Um, we'll also talk about the U.S. women's national team, uh, 13-0 over Thailand. Insane. They're so good. Uh, the Cavs recently hired uh, an assistant coach, Lindsey Gottlieb. Kyrie has just uh, signed with Rock Nation, or I believe, or he's going to Rock Nation. I don't know if he's signed. Yeah. Um, coach Calipari has a contract extension, 10 years, $86 million. There's some NCAA violations that apparently uh, some of these programs are going to be put on blast or they're gonna be outed they're in some trouble so, they're in yeah, some trouble they're in some trouble and then we're gonna get into small talk trivia randomly ranked some nba finals talk and the ad trade uh finishing with our quick prediction and a special announcement we do have a little special announcement i've teased it on twitter we teased it yes. on twitter um so stay tuned and you guys will hear the announcement a bit later mm-hmm. um but we'll get right into it today uh first small talk topic is the u.s women's national team uh, they're in the World Cup, obviously. They started their first game, and they're playing currently uh, mm-hmm. as we record this. I think last we saw it was 3 nothing. Yes. Um, and they'll probably win. And you told me Chile's ranked – oh, no, excuse me. Uh, my roommate, Ben, told me that Chile's ranked lower than Thailand. Yeah, so than Thailand. It's going to be interesting. But this game, they beat Thailand 13 to nothing. 13 to nothing. Uh, Alex Morgan had five goals. He had three goals within 13 minutes. Um, so what do you think about this insane ending to this game? Um, so my takeaway from this game, and I, th- I tweeted on Twitter that this was just like in FIFA when you're playing against the computer and you set the difficulty to beginner. It was just insane how they kept like intercepting the ball. They make one, two passes, another goal. Oh, five minutes later, there's another goal. It was, it was just crazy. It really was just so insane. And here's, here's the craziest part to me. And possession doesn't always determine what the game is. The U.S. had 75% possession for the game. Yeah. 75%. They were holding onto that ball. And they Crazy. took, and this is the craziest stat, okay? Thailand took only two shots, and both of them were on target. The U.S. took 39 shots in a, a soccer game. Wow. And had 21 on target. If you get 20 shots in the game, that's solid. They had 39. So this game was just insane. If this is any indicator of what's going to happen uh, coming soon in the... Uh, well, Women's World Cup, then we're doing some good stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll pull it out. Uh, but moving on, the Cavs hired Lindsey Gottlieb, who was the head coach at the University of Cal for eight seasons. She's going to join John Beeline's staff. I love this hire. We need a lot more women yeah. in the NBA coaching. Uh, we have uh, Hammond, uh, Katie, Katie Becky, Hammond, Becky, Becky Hammond, Hammond, Becky Hammond mm-hmm. on uh, the Spurs with Popovich. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I think they do pretty well, right? Oh, Maybe definitely. not quite as much this past year, but I think they do pretty. Pop has done well. Yes, we need more women in basketball. I think that's just the what I'm going to say about it. I mean, absolutely. The, the more women, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many knowledgeable women, especially in college basketball. I mean, Muffin mm-hmm. McGraw, just fantastic coach. We need more women um, in the NBA uh, coaching. 
I agree hundred percent. Um, you know, she's led Cal to seven overall NCAA tournament appearances the past really like seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, they had their first ever Elite Eight and Final Four appearance in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. So she's definitely got some good credentials. Um, I like this hire as well. And I agree with everything you said, Brandon. And there's some people on Twitter, some ignorant people that like to talk about nonsense. So like, woman can't coach and stuff like that. That's it's just stupid. just stop. You're you're wrong. We we, we aren't gonna be you, doing. You that don't anymore. say this about other people, like other guys. Like it's just nonsense. So just stop it. Yeah. Then we'll just end it right there. Fantastic yeah. hire by the Cavs. I applaud it. No one say anything. It's it's stupid to say things like women can't coach, but uh, because they can. And actually quite well. Mm-hmm. She could outcoach me any day of the week. Oh, she sure. could outcoach probably some of the coaches in the NBA. But mm-hmm. moving forward, uh, Kyrie has announced that he is going to be signing with Rock Nation. <clears throat> um, and this is interesting for many reasons. Brooklyn is a big player for Kyrie Irving. Uh, supposedly the reports have been out that he's prepared to sign with them. Um, but what's interesting is Jay-Z owns a little bit of the Nets. And he is the right. owner and founder of Rock Nation. Yeah. Um, so this is very interesting. Uh, also, like Kyrie's leaving um, his current uh, agency at such a prominent time. What are your thoughts on uh, Kyrie leaving, joining Rock Nation? Um, I think this points to all signs are pointing to that Kyrie's going to the Nets. I think it's going to happen. Um, and another thing is that Kevin Durant is also with Rock Nation, so I think he's definitely going to make an effort to bring Kevin Durant to the Nets, whether he goes to the Nets. Um, I don't know. I think I would say that he's either going to the Nets or the Knicks. And I think if Kyrie's going to the Nets, then to me, I don't see why Ky- or Kevin Durant wouldn't want to go to the Nets. Yeah, I, I, sadly, I think this is going to happen too. I would love to see, and we'll talk about this probably a little bit later um, with the AD trade and what we want from the Lakers. I, I would love to see Kyrie come back with LeBron. Now, I think there's a little bit of trouble because he needs the ball in his hand. But I, I, I would really love to see that happen. It's kind of upsetting that, you know, if this does happen, then I'll go to Brooklyn. Um, but they're not going to be good right away. Kevin Durant's not playing this this first season. Yeah. And while Brooklyn does have a lot of good pieces, I think what's most interesting about this is that they're not going to be good right away. They need no, a year or two. And honestly, they, they're, even their first year, the year after, Kyrie and Katie, are, you know, they're friendly. And uh, there's rumors that J.J. Redick will be with them, too, uh, that he likes Kyrie a lot. They're, good, in, they're good friends. Cousin J.J., right? Yeah, he, lives in, he lives in Brooklyn. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, he lives in Brooklyn. So I don't think they're going to be good for a year and a half at the least. You've got to start mm-hmm. getting the chemistry off with the team you currently have. So I think this is going to be a project. You know, this is going to be a big project. And then there's the question of, you know, these uh, these Achilles injuries, do you come back the same? Yeah, exactly. Um, which is going to be interesting. But uh, to me, it seems like Kyrie's going to Brooklyn. Um, it's not the worst thing ever. I want him to join the Lakers. I want LeBron to win. But overall, I think it's it's interesting that he decided to sign with Rock Nation. Um, but it's a good move for him. Yeah, and one more note on this is that I think this also might mean that D'Angelo Russell is now have to find a new team because I don't think yeah. they're going to fit together. I don't think they'll gel at all. Yeah, so not I think he'll all. probably go to another team. Um, moving forward, John Calipari has signed a very nice deal to stay with Kentucky. And there's a lot of interesting aspects. I'm going to go over, over it real quick. The main deal is a 10-year deal worth $86 million, and it's guaranteed money. That's guaranteed. So you got 10 years, $8.6 million a year. Now, here's some uh, – there's two kind of unusual clauses. Um, the first one is that after the sixth year, Calipari um, is allowed to step down from his role as head coach. Well, I guess he's allowed to step down at any point in time. But after the six years, he's allowed to step down. And when he steps down, he's able to become the special assistant to the athletic director, which basically just means he gets to hang out, uh, do some promotional stuff, some fundraising, and he'll make $950,000 a year. Wow. That's kind of a, a crazy thought. The second interesting clause, because the UCLA, uh, the Bruins, when they were talking with Calipari about coming over, signing a deal, um, 
I don't think Kentucky wants that anymore because now there's a clause that any time someone notifies Kyle Party, he has to notify Kentucky. Um, but overall, what do you think of this deal? Um, I like it a lot. You know, I think Calipari, Kentucky was already a pretty decent program before he got there, but he's made them one of the two or three best programs, um, I think, just known uh, in college sports, in college basketball in particular. Um, so I think this makes a lot of sense, and they should do everything they can to um, give him a good deal and make sure that he is happy there. Yeah, I agree. I, I would do the same thing. I'd give him as much money as he wants, pretty much. Coach Cal is such a great coach, and there's so many players that have benefited from him being there at Kentucky, and it's mm-hmm. brought Kentucky to the glory that they're at now. So overall, I'm more than all right with uh, them giving this money. And truthfully, like I know a lot of, like my roommate Ben, he hates, he hates Coach Cal in Kentucky. I have nothing against Kentucky. Uh, they don't beat Michigan or Bowling Green ever, so <laughs> I'm not too concerned about them you know, that much. Uh, but moving forward... Uh, with the NCA violations, there are six schools that are going to be notified of serious NCA violations. Uh, the schools have not been named, but they're going to be level one violations, uh, which is the most serious infractions under the NCA rules. I'm interested to see what six schools these are. You know, uh, supposedly there's two big players. Two of the six schools are going to be really big players. So you know, I'm thinking maybe a Kansas or an Arizona, something like that. Um, but there's been a lot of assistants that have been indicted in this. So what are your overall thoughts, Trevor, on these violations? Yeah, so there's an article I was reading by uh, Dennis Dodd of CBS, and um, some of the schools that were reported that are already under NCAA investigation are Kansas, Arizona, and Louisville. So I think two of those could be, um, they could be possible of those six. Um, There's also at least 20 other schools that were mentioned, maybe like Oklahoma State, USC, Auburn, and LSU. Mm -hmm. So... Um, definitely some of those schools, I think, are possibilities. I'm interested to see what of those those two of the six, which are going to be the big names. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm really interested in because we there's a lot of big names that are in trouble. Uh, just like you said, Kansas, Louisville, Arizona, LSU, Auburn, USC, or Oklahoma State. These are all big names. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested to see who who's going to get under the fact. Kansas, to me, the more I think about it, I don't know if they're going to be on, you know, Bill Self's been coaching this whole time and he's been under you know, whatever investigation by the yeah. FBI. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's going to be kind of more like a Louisville LSU or Arizona LSU. But we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Sean Miller's still coaching. Will Wade's still coaching. So, um, you know, corrupt NCAA, we don't really know. But, right. you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and to wrap up small talk, today we're going to go to our trivia portion. Um, and I think I'm, I'm winning by one, right? It's four to three? Yes. I think the score is four to three. Um, obviously I'm winning, I should say. Right. <laughs> but we'll see after today. We'll see after today. Um, why don't you go first with your question? All right. So Kawhi Leonard, he won the Finals MVP. He is one of three players to have won the Finals MVP with two different teams. Can mm-hmm. you name the other two players? Ooh. Okay. Um, I have one. Uh, LeBron James. Yeah, I think that's, that's correct. correct. <laughs> LeBron is definitely one of them. Yes. Um, and I'm going to say... Ooh, who would the other one be? I don't... It's not... Kobe was with one team. I don't think it was Shaq. Shaq, was, Shaq only won with the Lakers. Um, let's see. Would it be... Huh. Who could it be? It's got to be someone... Is this in our lifetime? Is this other person in our lifetime? No. It's That's before. what I thought. Nope. Uh, it can't be someone in my lifetime. Would it be... I'm going to say... This last one's tough. I feel like I should know this. I'm going to say... I 
I'm going to say Kareem. Yes. Oh, let's Kareem. go. Yep, it's Kareem. I did, with Milwaukee. He won yeah, with Milwaukee. He won with LA. Yes. Yep. Ooh. You know what's interesting? When I was uh, trying to figure out my question, one of mine was about Kareem with oh, Milwaukee. Really? That's how I got it. I was thinking oh. about doing that. That's not my question, but mm. I was thinking about doing it. All right. Okay. So five to three now. Uh, pretty good score to me. Uh, you won't be taking the lead today, but let's see if you can get this question. Um, so my trivia question is going to be about uh, NBA playoff records. So the question is, who holds the record for the most three-point field goals made in an NBA playoff game? <clears throat> Which team or player? Player. A player that owns the record for the most um, three-pointers made in one game. One playoff it, game. One playoff game. Yep. Um, okay, so just thinking about different options, Steph Curry, possibly Clay Thompson. He's had some really good playoff games, obviously. Uh, you know, like Ray Allen, possibly Reggie Miller. These are just options I'm throwing out. Um, man... Oh, can I ask if it was in our in our lifetime? I was gonna say my clue is gonna be is it is in our lifetime. It is you in gave our lifetime. Me, you gave me that, so I'm gonna give you that. It is okay. in our lifetime. So, since 1998. Okay. Mm-hmm. You weren't born in the 50s. No, <laughs> I was not. Um, <laughs> so most three point field goals in one playoff game. I'm gonna go Clay Thompson. Is that your final answer? Yes. I think that answer is correct. Clay is there, Thompson, oh, yes. Go. He made 11 three-pointers on May 28, 2016 against Oklahoma City it, on 18 game attempts. Six? Game 6? Um, doesn't say here. I think that is game I think it was game 6. That was the... Because they came back that year. Yeah. From 3-1. I think it so, was the game 6. Yeah, he went 11 for 18. Imagine going 11 for 18. Game. Just in any game from anywhere. Just imagine that. That's insane. And he did that from three-pointer. Um, yeah. So now the score is 5-4. to four. Nice. Uh, I will keep my uh, my belt, my oh. crown, my medal. I'll keep it all. Glad I got that one, though. Yeah, you got that was a good one. Th- those were two good questions, uh, both right for today. Uh, but moving forward, our next uh, segment for today is going to be randomly ranked, and that is where we take a completely random topic and rank it. It's pretty self-explanatory. Today, we have a good one. Trevor thought of this one, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you lay it on them? What's the topic for today? Uh, so it's going to be breakfast foods. Breakfast foods. Breakfast so foods. Brandon, mm-hmm. you can yeah, go first I'll go on first. This one. You went first for small talk trivia. Um, so my, we're going to do top three today. There's so many. I think there's so many great breakfast foods. I so agree. many great. Um, but my third one, my number three, is going to go to French toast. I feel like French toast is universally. There's so many elements in the French toast that make it so good. Um, and it's more than, like, mm-hmm. think about, like, a pancake or a waffle. They're kind of like, you know, they're good. But they're kind of, mm-hmm. you know. A little more plain. French toast, you got the egg on that bread. Okay, knowing people put cinnamon and vanilla in it. It's just solid, okay? Right. My number two is kind of split. I'm going to go between eggs and an omelet, okay? I'm going to say omelet as the general thing, but eggs are like the main part of the omelet. Right. My omelets, I like to put my omelets peppers, okay? Red and green pepper. I like red peppers mostly, but green are cool. Bacon and a lot of cheese. And that is, that's the stuff right there. I okay. love omelets. And then number one, truthfully, this is an easy decision to me because I think this food item, I think of it as more of, it's more than a breakfast item because I would put it on everything if I could. And that'd be bacon. On everything. On everything. Bacon, I think, universally is one of the best items you could possibly eat. I know that might be a hot take, but I don't think yeah. it's such a hot take. Um, so mm. Trevor, why don't we give uh, your, final, your top three here? Yeah, real quick, uh, hot take, and Ben said this, and I agree with him. Bacon is overrated. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I think you guys now. are wrong. You hot guys take. are wrong. But, Bacon's overrated. Um, maybe, maybe, we'll have, like it, but. maybe we'll have my roommate Ben on for one of these podcasts. <laughs> we could debate uh, whether bacon's good or not. T- tell us in the comments if you would like that debate, because I, I could go the distance on that debate. 
Um, but right. what are your top three? Uh, so my number three, I'm going to go with waffles. Okay. Um, I, I like French toast just as well, but I think I disagree. I think that waffles are better. And mm-hmm. then my number two. Now, we have, I, hold on. What's the reason that they're better? So waffles, to me, now you were talking about the egg taste of French toast, which yeah. I actually don't like as much. Okay. I think okay. it's kind of a weird combination. Okay. I, I mean, like, I like the cinnamon, you know, you put French toast. It's still good. But waffles, I just like more. I think it's like the OG breakfast. Why. It's just like a main dish. Well, there's one more that right, I've right. come we'll up. We'll get there. We'll get but there. It, waffles are very good. Okay. Um, very great so, uh, carb source. Number two, I'm going with chocolate chip pancakes. Ooh. Specifically chocolate chip pancakes. I like that. I and like that. I actually that. had some this morning. Okay. Um, when me and my sister were making breakfast this morning. Shout out to Taylor. And yeah, the chocolate chip pancakes are just so good. I mean, I've been eating them since I was little. And I love chocolate chip pancakes. Yeah, anything so with much. chocolate is. Yes. That's the stuff right there. Yeah. <laughs> and the number one. Number one, I'm going to go with my go to. I pretty much eat the same breakfast almost every morning. And it's just uh, cinnamon raisin bagels with peanut okay. butter. Oh, okay. It, it's oh. just my go to. That's it's, a little wild, but it's, it's, it's that's solid. solid. Have you ever bagels had with from Panera their cinnamon crunch bagels? Um, I might have once. I'm oh sure God. they're good. They're I'm, amazing. I'm sure they're Cinnamon good. sugar all on that bagel. It's amazing. Yeah. 10 yeah. out of 10. Yeah. Um, but that's going to be it for today for Randomly Ranked. Um, comment below what other topics you'd like us to talk about. We love suggestions. We like hearing from you guys. Um, but we're going to move on to our main topics for today. And our main topic, uh, did anything happen? Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, uh, someone won the finals. We have a champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Different, different champion. Very different champion. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll kind of go through and recap some of the finals games. Um, and we have game five here where uh, Toronto took the L. They lost 106 to 105 against the Warriors. Um, and we had uh, some interesting things happen. Durant re-injured the, uh, yeah. the, the, the leg of some sort. And very we'll get into that a little bit. Um, Curry goes for 31. He went 10 for 23. Pretty solid. Play went 9 for 21. Uh, the Warriors shot pretty well from the field. Um, and on the, the Raptors, the most surprising thing is the Raptors went 25% from three. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it. They just, just tweaked it up a little bit. They only lost by one. I think for me, at this point, this is when I realized, okay, this is going to be, this is it for the Warriors. I mean, yeah. when you're losing by one, three, and 25% from three, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty solid. I think I'd take that loss if I had to take any loss. Right. Um, but what are your thoughts on this game, Trevor? Yeah, you know, this game was really weird because um, early on, Kevin Durant, he came back and he looked really good, like, immediately. He did, he did. Which I was surprised you by. Was I thought he would be. I thought he'd be limited. And obviously, he's still Kevin Durant, so he's going to be good no matter what. Right. Even if he's, like, you take away one of his legs, he's still going to be a better option than Alfonso McKinney or Jonas Jarebko. <laughs> Wait, but, you're telling me Jarebko is not better than Kevin Durant with one leg? No. I, I agree, actually. I, I, think, no. <laughs> I think I'd rather have anyone except Jarebko. Jarebko's no. horrible. But, yeah, I mean, he was really good uh, early on. He finished with... With uh, 11 points, three, three, three yeah, points. So he was knocking them down. Imagine just not having a leg pretty much and going three for three in a yeah. professional basketball game from three. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, and you know, he was doing like, he did like his pregame dance and like mm-hmm. there were all these different signs that I was like, wait, maybe Kevin Durant is fine. Like maybe he is fine. Yeah. Because he's doing stuff like that. But then it turns out he wasn't because he, um, he got injured, unfortunately. And after that happened, I was like, okay, I think it's meant to be for the Raptors now. I think they're going to win this. Yep. And somehow they didn't. You know, I think towards the end, they really had so many opportunities. And ultimately, they just couldn't hit some shots. And mm-hmm. uh, the Warriors ended up winning it. Well, what's crazy is in the final half, uh, they in the third quarter, they tied 22-22 to in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, the Raptors scored five more points than them, 27-22. to So mm-hmm. it seemed like it was just one of those things where they just couldn't recover from the start. Which really shows the effect of Kevin Durant. 
Um, and I've been saying the whole time, if every Warrior was healthy and Durant was out, they, they would have won. And I, I mean, I yeah. said that before. We, we, we didn't I, think Durant I, would play. Yeah. Um, and there's kind of two things I wanted to mention. The first thing is that David Chow, the football doctor, please everyone go follow him on Twitter because he's just the greatest follow ever. When Durant originally injured his calf, he said he's like, he's really low on his calf. That's so low, it looks like it's an Achilles. Mm. Like, and he, he was worried, he was saying how, I mean, that's just so low. Right. And it, it, he's like, that's not, when you hurt your calf, you, you feel much higher. And he wasn't doubting that it was a calf injury. He thinks it was at the start. And then, you know, I was kind of reading uh, the article he released after Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. He was saying that it could have been a factor. There's no way unless he's right there holding Kevin Durant's, you know, calf is he could be able to figure that out. But that's the, he said that he thinks that's a big contributor. I mean, obviously it is to some extent. You know, you don't just, the way he, in that video where he, ruptured his whole, his whole calf right. and, yeah. oh my god that looked so painful and I've read it's actually not like the craziest pain ever you just feel a pop and stuff mm. um, but that was that was kind of interesting and then the, 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 the second part is what do you think about Durant coming in back after that and playing what, um, what are your thoughts I, I respect it a lot obviously I, mean, I don't think he was going to be denied I think he definitely wanted to come back a lot I think the only thing is that it kind of seemed like the doctors weren't really like I feel like when something like that happens and you're clear still clearly still not fully healthy, which it's clear he wasn't, that the team doctors should give you some kind of pushback and be like, no, you're not ready. Yeah. And Kevin Durant, he still probably would have played no matter what because he wants to be out there with his team. He wants to play basketball. Um, but it seemed like the doctors weren't really doing that. It seemed like they kind of wanted to put him out there because obviously they want to win, and mm-hmm. they didn't care much as much about his injury. Here's here's my thought process about Kevin Durant. Okay, let's say someone rips my leg off. Okay, this might be a little, a little, you know, a little bit too much. But let's say someone rips his leg off. He's still getting a max deal, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Someone's giving him a max deal. And the football doctor even said he believes that even with this injury, which is hard to come back from. Achilles are like the hardest to come back from. He's going to get a max deal. So my thought process is I'm getting a max deal no matter what. I'm going to go where I want. Why am I not playing with my brothers right now? Why am I not going out and mm-hmm. just playing my heart out? Yeah, it's NBA so, Finals. In, in my opinion... Players, you just play through stuff. Um, Kevin, Kevon Looney, Clay Thompson, they don't. Clay Thompson will oh, play through anything. We'll get through that. He doesn't care. We'll get to that. He does not care. He will play through anything. Yes. So if I'm Kevin Durant, you toughen it up and play. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's. I think he really wanted to do that. And you do did. not want to miss this stuff. This is. You don't go to the NBA Finals every single day. Yep. It's, I mean, imagine how. You think about how hard you got to work to get to that position. I, if it were me, if. I look at Kevin Durant and go, can you play? Yes or no? And if he goes, I think I can play, then you, you got to, I mean, you play. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, I mean, you guys lose, that's it. That's, he's, people think he's leaving anyway. I mean, that's it. Um, so I, I think it ended up being the right decision for him. Um, mm-hmm. I think in the long run, it's not a good decision. But it's one of those decisions where he's like, I, I, I do not want to miss this. I need to be out there. Yeah, I, I agree with that. All, I was just saying that, like, there should be some pushback from the Dockers. But yeah. regardless, he was going to play. Like, he was going to be like, no, I'm playing. Like, I don't right. care what you say. Because that happens a lot in sports. There's doctors that will say, like, no, you shouldn't play. And the players will still say, like, no, I'm playing anyway. I just, from what I got, um, the sense that I got was that they weren't really doing that. And I think they should have. Um, I think it's probably their responsibility to do that. Yeah, uh, so moving forward... Uh... Maybe we'll talk about Durant in a little bit um, when we get to AD and different trade situations. Um, moving forward to Game 6, where the Raptors took it, 114-110. Um, I sadly did not catch as much of this game as I wanted. But can we please... I, I, Clay Thompson... I was, I was talking about this with my dad. Clay Thompson is just... 
the great. I think he's so good, just so good. And I again, I didn't watch nearly as much of this game as possible, but I mean, just everywhere I saw, just Clay Thompson was gonna get like fifty. He only played thirty two minutes and he scored thirty. Mm-hmm. He went four for six from three, eight for twelve from the field. I mean, if Clay Thompson plays, do they win? They yeah. Win game six? Yeah, if he plays the whole game, they win. You think so? Uh huh. I mean, Clay Thompson is just so so amazing. Ten for ten from the line. I mean, he probably would have went for like forty five fifty. I just he's so good. So what what are your thoughts on on Clay Thompson in this game? Um, Clay Thompson earned. I mean, I already had a ton of respect for him. Obviously, he's a great player. But I now like him like a hundred times more. Yeah. Like the way he got injured, he came back. He knew that if he didn't shoot those two free throws, that he wasn't going to be eligible. Yeah. So he came he back. Came back. What a shot warrior! Those two free throws. And I know Kobe did that. Yeah, but... just like Kobe. What just a like warrior! Kobe. And to do that, I mean, that's amazing. And it really is amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just crazy. Just one more final thought. Kyle Lowry ended up playing well. He actually did not play horrible in the finals. In this final game, he showed up. He had the highest plus minus, which, as you guys know, I think very highly of. Um, but overall, congrats to the Raptors. I'm happy at the ending. And I've said this to many people. I truthfully didn't care if the Warriors won or lost or if the Raptors won or lost. I truthfully do not have this animosity that many Cleveland fans have towards the Warriors because we're not actually rivals. We're rivals for five minutes because LeBron James doesn't put the ball in the basket. Overall, I'm not super upset at all. I'm happy that there's a different team winning. Um, yeah. Final thoughts on the uh, Warriors-Raptors series? Yeah, I mean, I just think that it's a great title for the Raptors. Obviously, if Kevin Durant, if they're fully healthy, the Warriors would have won. But still, I don't think, I still think we got to recognize that the Raptors, you know, they played very well throughout the whole playoffs. And, they did, um, they did. Now, could Kawhi stay? I mean, that's another thing that maybe we'll talk, out, talk about in the future. But overall, great win for Raptors. He deserved the finals MVP as well. Yep. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, again, prompts to the whole team. It's kind of crazy that we go through all these years. And like, the one year where Kevin Love got injured um, with, uh, uh, what was it, Kelly Olenek, that year, the Warriors, every team they played was injured. Um, and now it kind of came back, and it's like, wow, now they're all injured. And mm-hmm. when they're not deep, it's the one year where they're really not deep. So yeah. um, But it's a good closeout to the NBA season. Uh, moving on to free agency. I have never been more excited to talk about just anything. I'm so excited to talk these next couple weeks about free agency. Yeah. Um, but we had a big trade happen. Anthony Davis, a trade from the Pelicans to the Lakers. And the Lakers gave up Lonzo Ball. That's one. Brandon Ingram, that's two. Josh Hart, that's three. And not one, not two, three first-round picks, including the fourth overall pick in this draft. Um, and, I mean, just overall, that's kind of crazy. Uh, what's interesting about this trade is it's the Lakers could potentially have $32.5 million in cap space after this deal. If they do it, they wait until July 30th, um, which uh, it seems like, seems like uh, that's not the room. It seems like it's going to be completed on July 6th, um, which will leave them with only $23.7 million. So... Uh, it's a it's a very different amount, and uh, Anthony Davis also has the four million trade option mm-hmm. or uh, trade uh, trade bonus, I should say, not trade option. Uh, so, what do you think of this trade? What do you think is going to happen, Trevor? Um, well, I like this trade for both teams. First of all, I think that the Lakers, with the direction they want to go in, I think they're trying to win now. So obviously, they want Anthony Davis, and now they want another free agent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, hopefully for him, he'll he'll void this so that they can have more space to so. get a guy potentially Kemba Walker. Now for the Pelicans, I think they're going to be a super fun team. I agree. Obviously Zion, we're assuming they're going to get Zion, Lonzo Ball, now Brandon Ingram. They have Drew Holiday, and then what are they going to do with the fourth pick? I don't know, but they're going to be super fun as well. Um, and who do you who what do you want to see for the Lakers? I I. 
Let's say I'm going to give you three players. I want to, who do you think would be best for them? We got Kyrie Irving, D'Angelo Russell, Kemba Walker. Who do you think would be the best addition? Because the rumors are is that Kemba is going to be their top target. So what do you, who do you think would be the best? Um, as far as who will make the best team is Kemba Walker, for sure. Mm, I agree. Now, D'Angelo Russell, I don't know if he's eligible for as much money. So I think there might be an yeah. argument for him because then you have more money to go out and get other players. And they need – I mean, they only Kemba. got five, five players on roster. Yeah, I know. So – that's going to be interesting. Um, but uh, overall, good trade. I'm happy LeBron got AD. I'm super excited. I want LeBron to win more. Um, but moving forward, uh, we're going to have our quick prediction next to wrap up the episode. And then after our quick prediction, we will go through our little announcement we got. Um, but my quick prediction for this week is that in 48 hours, the Pelicans will trade that fourth overall pick from the Lakers. Okay. I think it'll happen within 48. Count it. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to say that uh, last year in the NBA draft, there were nine total trades. I'm going to say that there will be at least 10 trades this year on draft day. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. That's a good, that's a good deal. Are we counting? Okay, just on draft day. Just on draft day. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. And now to our special announcement. Um, we're very excited to announce this. I think this is kind of a neat little thing we're doing. Uh, if you might have noticed that next Thursday is the NBA draft, right? Next Thursday? Uh, we didn't talk about it much. No, right? no. no, we didn't. Um, and that reason is because this Tuesday, um, I think we're going to do it at 5, 5 p.m. Or maybe 4 p.m. Uh, one of the two. We're going to tweet it out later uh, what the time is. Um, but at that time, we're going to come up with our first bonus episode, which is going to be all dedicated to the NBA draft. So get ready for that Thursday night. Uh, we hope you guys tune in and listen. Um, and we're very excited about doing our first bonus episode. A lot of, a lot of stuff we're cooking up. Yes. Um, but that's going to be a fun episode, especially if you like the NBA uh, we're going to give all about uh, who we think is going to get drafted, our thoughts on it, um, mm-hmm. maybe even go through the lottery, uh, see who we'll pick. But it's going to be a fun episode, so stay tuned for that. Um, but that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. We truly, truly appreciate it. Please follow Small Baller Podcast on Twitter. It's at Small Baller Pod. And follow Trevor and I on Twitter also. Uh, we love to interact with you, with you guys, so please uh, tweet at us, tweet at the account. Uh, we're constantly on both of those. Uh, as you guys probably know, Trevor tweets about a million times a day. I, I do, yeah. So uh, we're constantly on Twitter. We would love to you know, get in contact with you. Uh, we're on multiple streaming platforms now. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google, uh, Spotify. Tune in. So please you know, go on those. Give us a listen. If you're a Spotify user, you guys can go on Spotify now, which is awesome. Um, and uh, good stuff will be coming. Good stuff will be coming. So thanks again. Last time here, thanks again for all your support. And uh, we'll see you guys for the bonus episode. Go Falcons.